Hey! Hey everybody, welcome to What the Friday. It's another episode of our weekly installment of what's going on in the real estate market and going on with us as a father-daughter real estate team in New York and New Jersey's most or maybe the world's most intense, insane, especially lately, real estate market. Yes. This is Bill Birch. I'm I'm the older. I'm I'm the older Birch. I'm the younger Birch. I'm Morgan Birch. Have you called 30 years younger? Yeah. <laughs> You're almost old. I am almost old. That's right. So One what's day. that make me? Dirt. Gravel. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, Compost. so um, we want to get to the cut to the chase with a few things. Um, first of all, go ahead. Can I mention that our video quality looks great on our, the, what we're recording it on, but when I look at the feedback on uh, line, it's pretty darn grainy. And we are in a listing of ours right now using a hotspot and uh so we apologize if you're watching this live and it's super green actually that we are on in the penthouse the 49th floor of a 49 floor building at 77 hudson in jersey city just taking that moment to pr our own little listing here um penthouse listing two bedrooms two baths only 59.95, I think, if I remember the listing amount, 59.99, just we'll under 6,000. We'll share a Matterport link. We were going to walk around with the phone and show you what it looks like, but it's so grainy that I don't know if it'll be helpful. I don't helpful. think we'll get fired So <laughs> we're going to throw in a link for the photos and uh, the Matterport, mm-hmm. um, where you can like go through a 3D tour. It's very cool. Even if it's not something you're interested in, it's just cool to see. That's right. So anyway, so uh, more to, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, Morgan, your past, um, you come from a structured credit yes. background and um, actually sold structured credit to people that sell structured credit products. Yeah. Um, and I read an article in The Real Deal this week yes. that I shared with you. What yes. you. Can you talk about that a little bit? It was like a vulture. You were talking about vulture funds. And yeah. So what that means for the market. Real Deal was talking about vulture funds. And, the, and vulture funds um, are known, they're called vulture funds not professionally they're just called that colloquially colloquially because uh what they do is they buy companies on the on their way to corporate death death. basically (laughs) so they notice that a company is dying they buy it they make it they squeeze as much money out of it as possible and then they kind of let it let it die and let it go so um Right now, vulture funds are really looking at a lot of distressed debt because there is a lot of distressed debt, as I'm sure you've seen in the news. Lots of people can't pay mortgages or companies can't pay the rent for the building that they're in or they can't pay the mortgage for the building that they're in. Um, and so vulture, bond, vulture funds are, are looking at that on the real estate side. And the only reason I'm, I'm only mentioning real estate is because that's what we are in, but that's for businesses that are just struggling right now. So uh, it's not, it doesn't seem directly applicable to the residential market because you look at that and you're like, this is all about corporate and commercial debt. That's really where these vulture funds are primarily looking and it's not that big of a deal. The reason that it is something to take note of is that we talked about this last week too, but the population in Manhattan has been decreasing 1% every single year for the last three years. And we're expecting that population decrease to uh, be even higher this year. For the same reason, the 
culture funds are circling these corporations because the corporations that are doing fine and are productively still good don't need as much commercial space anymore because now the culture is shifting and it's very apparent that your productivity and your money is not going down because people are working from home, which means why are you spending so much on overhead for your offices? So hoteling offices, um, which is kind of the phrase that a lot of people are using now, is becoming very common, which means, again, the suburbs, they're a hot place. They're, they're even hotter than they used to be because the commute doesn't matter. So we're getting a lot of uh, bidding wars there. And a lot of spaces that are drivable to New York City, but for a longer distance, but you get more space for your dollar, are seeing a, a big uptake right now, whereas Manhattan proper is still a little lower than you'd expect. They so, had a 20% drop, and now I think it's actually starting to recover because phase one of um, New York's release from the COVID restrictions is happening. Gotcha. So the bottom line is that um, retail and commercial space is suffering and might suffer something similar to our 2008 residential market. Right, that's what I was talking about in the car, yeah. Yeah, and um, so that'll be interesting to see. And then on our side, what's interesting, you were talking about that Iran absorption rates like usual. Mm -hmm. um, just in the last four weeks, it, it clearly, the New York exodus to New Jersey is kind of skipping across through Jersey City, Hoboken, West New York, and we're not seeing that. What we're seeing is that almost twice as many listings for the same number of sales. So it's it's more of a buyer's market right along the river. But if you have grass, if you have a driveway, you have a sidewalk your kids can ride a bike on, Private entrance. you're golden. And that things are really happening. So the move is they're passing right through here and moving there. And you know, just last week, it looked like things were relatively flat and fairly stable. So prices weren't adjusting a whole lot. Um, sales and listings were all kind of balanced out and not moving very much. This week, though, when you look back, whether it's 20 over the last 24 hours, the last seven days or the last 30 days, mm -hmm. that's changing quickly. And it's that people are just pushing right on through West and they're going, okay, well, if we're looking at that, let's look further. Yeah. So for example, um, I mentioned last week, a relocation client that we're in contract now on a place in Rahway, a town called Rahway, which is not too far from here, but still it's out in the suburbs, it has a lawn, has a driveway, has a garage. And we had started here along the river and that's what they wanted. So that's where we're at and that's kind of what's happening. So right now the waterfront is a bit of a buyer's market and um, long run, I think the people that are buying in Manhattan right now and buying along the waterfront, I think they're going to get better deals. So if in the long run you think that's where you want to be, you should really be looking right now, especially Manhattan. I think Manhattan is where the deals are going to be. And in the long run, I think we're just going to see people consolidating their units. They'll buy the place next door. Yeah. They'll expand their own square that's, footage. That's uh, part of the population decrease. Isn't that the desire to live in Manhattan has dropped down? It's that this, people are paying more for more space. So you, instead of having five units with five different families, you have one person who's buying all of that space because it's just difficult to own in Manhattan. Right. It's expensive. So anyway, so that's what's happened in there. Yeah. Um, 
what's going on in life in general? Yeah, we'll do a quick catch up and then we'll let you guys go. I'm wearing, I, there are two big things personally. <laughs> I'm wearing my father's least favorite color today. And it's been, she does it on I do. <laughs> it's a saga. But if you know of any other uh, professional clothes that look like this color, let me know because I like to wear Don't. it and drive me crazy. I'm going to find out what color she doesn't like. Do it right back. It's coming back. back yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he, he hates this color. He thinks that it looks like medical experiments. Yeah, it makes me think of the color of a room where they would do like like horror movie medical experiment things. It's like my mind flashes to fluorescent lights and a stainless steel table, and I can feel myself laying there, and I'm like waiting for something bad so to dark. happen to me. I love that I can bring this level of darkness <laughs> to your life. <laughs> anyway. Um, and also, I'm kicking caffeine this week, and I've not been pleasant to be around, but he's been a trooper. You? Not pleasant? She can be. I know when you're what you're looking at right here looks good, and she looks like she's always happy-go-lucky. And, and a, I am. There's a, there's a dark side to that, let me tell you. <laughs> Especially when I don't have caffeine. It's not particularly vicious. You're not vicious. No. No. It's... Um, Earns your respect. <laughs> Does it? It's like, ooh, I recognize that mood. I'm gonna go in the other room. <laughs> I'm gonna go hide I'll now. Work somewhere else right now. <laughs> yeah. So of course we both have that. I think that's that goes back. Genetic, and forth. yeah. Um, so that's what's new with me, personally, and I can't believe I waited this long to say something. But the Black Lives Matter movement, I'm very, I'm like incredibly proud to. I'm simultaneously really embarrassed to be an American because I can't believe our history is this dirty and that we are so systemically racist. But I'm proud to be an American because it means that I am in a country where people are standing up and trying to make change from who we have been. And so it's a really interesting time. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, learning that's happening right now. Yeah. There's a lot of learning that's happening. Yeah. I, um, I'll try to stay out of the political hot water here. I would, yeah, yeah. But it, I do, I think it's important to note that societies are always evolving. And um, Black Lives Matter falling on the heels of the Me Too movement. Um, we should continue to try to Im improve. I. I worry a little bit now because I, there's a wholesale discounting of police everywhere is one, you know, the same, same way we don't want to brush any group with, with the, paint them with the same brush as though everybody in that group is negative. Um, you know, we come from the Midwest and our experience with police in our little town from the Midwest was completely different than what it is here. Yeah, but we're... They're, um, we're very aware. I mean, we're we're aware there are serious problems. And I'm not discounting that at all. No, he's gone on tirades about the problems. But now I'm, I'm, um, I do worry a little bit that we we're painting it with a very broad brush, and that there are going to be some innocent, innocent people hurt, the other way. Um, a friend of mine, and a police officer, had a Facebook post this morning that was basically, I don't know what to do. You know, and um, 
that's the way it is. But and I and it's different in different cultures. So I I really I I don't want to see anybody suffer. Period. So I'm with you, but I'm also trying to be thoughtful, and that's why I know that it seems like you know, people are so quick to say either you're black or white. You know, you're on this side of the line or you're on this side of the line. It's like I'm not. Absolutely, I'm not ready to wash anybody in any group with or paint them with the same brush. So um, I'm really glad that the things constantly evolve. Oh, we gotta go. Yeah. So we'll wrap up with that. We'll talk to you later. Hello. Somebody is coming into the thing. Oh, hi. 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 We're helping. Hold on. Are you the tenant? Uh, uh, I'm his niece. Oh, great. Okay, we're